Hey, do you know what time it is? It's basketball time. That's right, NBA fans. The wait is over in the hard court. In the paint, b-ball is back. And DraftKings Sportsbook, well, it's an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA, and I do the bets to the Nuggets. How many times will I bet on the Nuggets to score 200 points this season? Three. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We're back after a hiatus. We missed Sunday because Broncos didn't play. So why? How could we even do a Broncos post game? Yeah. Also, uh, we were both in Cabo. Yep. We were in Cabo, <clears throat> getting in uh, that work. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody seemed to make a big deal out of it because we do it every year, and people just know like they're going to show up on game day. They're going to do the the stuff they need to do. Yeah, we've actually been winning this season. You and I. Yeah. It feels good to win, too. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Russell Broncos. It feels pretty good to win. Yes. You should try it sometime. Get high on winning. Yes. That should be our new slogan. That should have been. That would have been so much better than uh, just say no. Get high. Dot, dot, dot. On winning. Get high on not doing drugs. Yeah, that, that would have been, I would have saved a lot of lives. This is I why think. Will and I did not go into the education system. Welcome <laughs> to That's Good Broncos. Oh, Broncos are back after a bye week. We got Broncos news to get into, updates, shmup dates, whatever other bullshit's going on. Uh, and then we will pick all of the games for the Patreon Pick'em League. I just fired it off last week without you, Will, and I don't mm-hmm. think I did too well. I <laughs> I think it was kind of a weird week, though, so we'll take a look at that there. Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR, D-N-V-R, when you sign up. And, of course, my coffee company, Bench, Warmer Brew. Look at I got the mugs here. Uh, We're going to do a Black Friday sale this month. Plus, I think I'll be bringing back some of these at Bench Warmer Brew very soon. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, Broncos fans should have something nice. So in the next week or so, we're going to get those up. Um, I love those. Yeah, every, people people like them. Um, all right, well, Broncos, uh, what are we going to talk about first here? All right, well, let's talk about the most <clears throat> important news of the week. Yeah. Um, and this is that the Broncos are wearing their white jerseys and blue pants again yes i so i changed a good thing 
tweeted it. Um, they're one and zero in this uniform combination that they they wore for the first time a couple weeks ago in London. And I'll be honest, I don't like them. I don't like them, but I respect the superstition. Um, my only feedback is that um, perhaps it was not the uniform combination and it was more to do with uh, the Jag Jaguars as an opponent. Although don't tell that to the, to the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. So, okay. I get some people care about this combo. We watched it in London. Yeah. It didn't look great. The uniforms? Yeah. They look, I don't they think look so. fine to me. They look like all the other dumb uniforms in no, the NFL. No, you no. <clears throat> because the stripes don't match. I don't care. That, that's totally irrelevant to me. No, it's, re- it's relevant. You have to look good, play good. Think about the teams with the worst uniforms in the NFL right now. The Atlanta Falcons, losing record. Um, who else has a crappy uniform that I can cherry pick to support my argument? The Titans. The Titans. They just lost on the Sunday. Texans. The Texans. They've never been good. The Browns. I like the Browns uniforms. What? Um, yeah. Brown and orange together. It is visually as close to poop as you could have. <laughs> poop and what? Like. Uh, orange candy blood. corn yeah my dog's going a little crazy back there but i'm gonna i'm gonna power through it the commanders um they have bad uniforms and they're four yeah. and five yeah i don't know if that's all related um we the broncos just don't have good uniforms i think that's just the point they I do the white the white on white is the best combination they have I mean, it's not even good I don't even I don't like the white on white. I think it looks like uh it looks dad like. It's a Walmart dad fit. You know a lot of dads wearing white shirts with white pants. That's like a like going out in in Miami kind of look. The Broncos white on white uniforms are like the those New Balance shoes. Okay. They're that displeasing to me. And they want I Super like, new, I like new balance shoes, but then again, I am their target demographic. <clears throat> I like some of their shoes. I'm talking about the white shoes with the blue in that everybody yep. knows are the dad yep. shoes. Yeah, like like Air Monarchs, I guess. Yes, they're the exactly. I couldn't remember what those yep. ones were called. I had a pair of Air Monarchs when I was in fifth grade. Oh. I was I was probably the youngest wow. person to ever wear Air Monarchs. Like, who's this? Eight-year-old, forty-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, did you just did you just come to school after cutting the grass, son? Yeah, after after get hopping on the grill. Yeah, <clears throat> you smell like charcoal. You smell like whiskey. So are they are they wearing this? <laughs> are they wearing these uniforms this weekend? Yeah, because they're going. Yeah, it's a way game at Tennessee. Okay. Yeah, it's going to look I, horrible too with Tennessee's blue uniforms. Um, yeah, whatever. 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 The pants are blue or the shirts blue. Don't give a shit. Um, I hope we're debating this because uh, they keep winning. I do too. I do too. I hope. 
You know, the Broncos are coming off one win. My question for you is one win technically a winning streak for the Broncos? Yes. All right. It's just it's like in the column it goes current streak W one. Yes. And I swear to Christ, if one more fucking person tags me in the Broncos lose the bye week 20 to 17 meme. Fuck. I am going so to bad. digitally slap you through Twitter. I'm that just shocked at how many people think ad. that's funny. Or, uh, ad, uh, meme. Fucking pick, get it, at least put it towards a relevant team. That's yeah, all least, I ask. Uh, maybe don't do that a week after we won. That's all I'm saying, Will. Like, if the Broncos had lost going in the bye week, fine. I get it. The joke would make sense, even though it's a recycled fucking joke. Yeah. But they won, okay? Can't do it. NFL memes, doesn't work. Let me tell um, you something about comedy, guys. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. Um, Elon Musk, now he now runs Twitter, as we know. <clears throat> um, if I had any say in the matter, my first order of business would be to uh, to ban NFL memes. Oh, hell yes. Uh, I think there's a lot of justification there. A, they're not funny. B, they steal jokes. C, I don't like him personally. I don't know who runs the, the account, but uh, he or she, you're a bad person. Horrible. And you're, going, and you're going to hell, too. Nothing worse than a joke thief, a meme thief, uh you know, the the memes are just, they're a double-edged sword. They are. When one, one hits, it's like, that's okay. That was worth my half a second of attention. But when they are recycled so frequently. Nothing worse. Nothing worse. It is planet. just the good God. Yeah. Good God. Whatever. Terrific. I We did not lose the bye week. I do know that. Um, because it's impossible. That's uh, <laughs> an impossibility. Yep. <clears throat> Sticking with the blue, blue plant, blue plants. We got some blue plants here now. Fuck Sounds me. like a, a new <clears throat> sponsor, blue plants. Yeah. And just so everybody knows, the start of the episode, uh, we were referencing the fact that Russell Wilson was in Mexico during the bye week. Yeah. Which, of course, is controversial. For some reason. Um, yeah. No, you're not allowed to go on vacation on your week that is designated for uh, rest and relaxation. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he should have been at home uh, working, possibly in the facility, which uh, was probably closed at the time. But, um, yeah, you know, you can't be in Mexico. Cannot. Can't do it. I listened to the radio a couple times. <laughs> No, that's a mistake. And both times they were criticizing uh, Russell for tweeting, uh, keep working or keep, keep working. It was something, it was something so mundane yeah. that uh, I was a little bit flabbergasted that they were trying to make a story out of it. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Like I get the, the national, uh, the piling on there, but, when you're looking for shit like that, that's completely not controversial. It's uh, it's infuriating. 
And I hope for my sake and your sake that the Broncos win this week or we're going to get more of it. And it was nice after the Jags win mm-hmm. to kind of just get a break from it. It was a breather. It was a We nice got a breather. breather. It was like we got a little bit of life pumped back into us. So I t- mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Uh, I did see um, Russell Wilson, uh, an athletic article I read about his struggles against zone coverage versus man coverage. Uh, or also heard them talk about that as well on the radio and i'm just here to say i hope defenses start only playing man against russell wilson yeah i I think um yeah zone definitely takes a lot of trust with your receivers in terms of are they going to sit down in the right spot in the zone are they going to recognize what you're seeing? Whereas man, um, you can get guys open with man guys like Jerry Judy who get a lot of separation. That's perfect for them. Um, but it's not as much nuance there. It's just kind of, you know, receiver versus corner who can yeah. win. Whereas and- zone, like zone, it really, you know, you really have to read a defense. You have to know your own playbook too, which might still be a concern. Yeah. It's, it's taking some time. It's taking longer than we thought. And the other thing with man is if you have a QB who can extend plays, that can help. Uh, it's harder for a, a corner to, uh, you know, cover one-on-one like that. Mm-hmm. And I think the Broncos are uh, – the receivers – like Russ doesn't extend plays, you know, nearly as much as he used to. But I think there's a skill set in terms of learning to do – what you need to do once your QB extends a play. And I think uh, the Kansas city chiefs are a team whose receivers know exactly what to fucking do every time Mahomes yeah. gets out of the pocket and what they've done well in Kansas city with Tyreek Hill leaving is coach up somebody like Juju Smith Schuster, who now is learning like there's part one to the play. And then there's part two and get to a space where uh, your quarterback can see you. And they're making a lot of plays that way. Yeah, I mean, I think Juju probably was ahead of the curve because he played with Big Ben. And I know this was later in Big Ben's career. Yeah. <laughs> but do you remember, like, I'm sure you do, but watching earlier Big Ben oh, yeah. and seeing him get out of the pocket, and it felt like Heinz Ward was just, like, on the perfectly same wavelength as him. Yeah. Heinz Ward, Heath Miller, like Nate Washington, those guys would just – it's like they were attached, like they were running like parallel patterns uh, to wherever Roethlisberger was going. Um, and it was infuriating if you're rooting against the Steelers. Yeah. Um, but damn, like they were so good at that. Probably the best I've ever seen. Yeah. And like Roethlisberger, the way he would do it was so like sluggish too. Because yeah. even when he was younger, he was still slow. And it just seemed like because he was so big, like he could shake off a tackle or two. So it wasn't even like scrambling is just like shaking mm-hmm. guys off and then hucking one out there. Um, he, he's not throwing like Philip rivers. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I remember that a lot and it's, it's something that hasn't really developed for the Broncos yet. It's something we've, I, I saw Rogers and the Packers struggle with in their loss to the lions. Like, it's there's a lot there's a lot of plays where it felt like Rodgers and the receivers weren't on the same play and our same page yeah and it just you know 
also when things start going bad, they kind of just fucking snowball. And we're Will and I are working on a video about how bad uh, a handful of good quarterbacks are playing. Um, and there's there's similarity similarities there. And a big one we, we've talked about several times is the run game. And uh, I want to see that just be better. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't know if it will be against the Titans this week. It's hard to gauge because the Chiefs chose just not to run against Tennessee. Yeah, that's a good point. They threw it, what, 68 68 times? times. The record uh, is 70. It's amazing that the record still holds. It was set back in 1994 by Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. That was also a game that went to overtime. The the pass number 70 was a game-winning touchdown, too. I think it's all on YouTube if anybody wants to look it up. Testaverde has the record for most passing attempts in regulation at oh, okay. 69. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think we need to see who is – is Hines going to play? Is he good to go? Hines, you mean uh, Edmonds? Yeah. <laughs> We have Marlon yeah. Mack, though, right? Yeah. Um, I know they just gave uh, Chase Edmonds number 19. Weird number for a running back. but um, Eddie Royal. Eddie Royal, Jerry Mack, Rice. Mack and Hines were both on the Colts at the same time, right? Yes. That's why I thought Hines. Hines went to Buffalo, of course. Yeah, Hines was also traded to the Buffalo Bills. Um, your second favorite team. Hell yeah, Buffalo all the way this time. I'm actually um, – I'm excited to see the Chase Edmonds wrinkle to the offense um, if they utilize him correctly because they have two big running backs in Latavius Murray and Melvin Gordon, like two above average like tall guys at running back. Uh, Mike Boone is 5'10". Chase Edmonds is the smallest running back at 5'9". It's also the shiftiest. I think he's the best receiver. Yes. And he adds a dynamic that I don't think they've had and they probably need. Um, I remember like Brett Veach, the Chiefs GM, talk, like he was rationalizing why they picked Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the first round. And it was about basically like getting the Chiefs into second and twos rather than second and eight or second <clears> and <throat> seven um, yeah. based on just like the little swing passes that Denver's been bad at. Yeah. Um, but I think if you can get Edmonds in space, um, he makes a difference that, you know, Gordon and, and Murray aren't necessarily um, equipped for. Yeah. They so struggle. They could to, end up putting us ahead of schedule. Yeah. That's the. <laughs> they struggle if they're out there one on one. It's like they're not shaking the tackle. Yeah. And. Also, the Broncos swing passes take nobody by surprise. And there's no. also there's always like th- it feels like Either there's do two the or screens. three defenders there. <laughs> um, but yeah, if that part of the offense can produce uh, you know, six and eight yards, maybe one breaks off for you know, 15, 20. Yeah, it could help quite a bit. Obviously, um, it's a big what if because <laughs> Tennessee's front, even without um, Landry. Harold Landry, yeah. Harold Landry. God, I can't, I'm mixing up, <laughs> mixing up names. I knew it was Landry. 
they were bringing pressure early in that game against Kansas City, who I think has a better offensive line. So that's a little concerning to me as well, considering when teams do get pressure, we have not handled it well. <sighs> so we'll see. Um, I should be more confident, more positive, because we did we did get a win in, in London. And that win looked a little stronger when the Jaguars uh, overcame a 17-point deficit against the Raiders. To a point where people are now assuming Josh McDaniels will get fired this season. And you want to drop the final hilarious nugget about the Raiders on everybody, Will? Yeah, they uh, they cut their twenty one of their three 2019 first-round picks, Jonathan Abram, uh, just yesterday. And he's already signed with the Green Bay Packers. Um, that team's down <laughs> bad as well. But so now I think they've um, – they declined the fifth-year option on Cleveland Farrell, mm-hmm. on uh, Josh Jacobs. They they cut Damon Arnett. They also cut Henry Ruggs for obvious reasons. Um, they cut Alex Leatherwood. Uh, I I might be missing someone, but I'm not sure. No, it's and bad. Cleveland Farrell's basically in a backup role on the team as well yes. right now. The fourth overall pick, I think. Yeah, the, the giant Jesus. reach. The Good giant Lord. reach. So it got a little yeah. worse for the Raiders. And if you want to know how bad it is for the Packers right now, they're the ones who swooped in and signed Jonathan Abram because uh, they're that injured and they need help. Makes a little sense because Rich Basachi is over there and Abram's played a lot of special team snaps with him. But uh, <laughs> we're not the worst looking team right now in the AFC West. Thank you, Raiders. So they do get the first crack at uh, Jeff Saturday's Colts. Yes. I just made a little short about Raiders and Colts fans uh, because of that game this week. And we'll see if it does well. Will, knowing my luck, it will take. Probably won't. Just kidding. Yeah. I don't. I can't. My The shorts, I don't. Not great. I don't understand them. Really? Well, that makes two of us. Yeah. You know what I do understand, Will? Making fucking money, baby. DraftKings Sportsbook is here. Code DNVR. Sundays are for football, food, friends, and DraftKings Sportsbook. That's right. I'm partnering with DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, to share an incredible offer with everyone here. New customers sign up using code DNVR. Bet $5 on any pregame money line wager and receive an additional $200 in free bets. Also, NBA is in full swing, and new customers can make $5 on any NBA money line bet. Uh, same same deal as with the, the football. And I, if I'm a Denver fan, I'm probably looking to get my action on the court. You can take some overs there. You can have some fun with teams scoring points. Football, probably take the under still on whatever. Whatever the Broncos are going to do. You got those same game parlays, Will. Same game. Stack them. Bigger payouts. Triple, quadruple. I don't know how the math works, but you can make more money by doing parlays. 
And I say that as somebody who has not hit on any of mine this year. <laughs> but I'm going to. I'm going to do some passing ones, and I'm going to take a bunch of overs because at some week, we're going to see a bunch of NFL quarterbacks throw for a ton of yards and a ton of touchdowns, and they're going to be the classics. It's going to be Rodgers. It's going to be Russell Wilson. It's going to be Matty Stafford. When that day comes, I don't know, but I'm just going to wait till I feel it. Anyway, use code DNVR when you sign up at DraftKings. Link in description, restrictions, eligibility stuff. It's in the show notes. They'll tell you what you can and can't do. My uh, my state last night, uh, they voted against legalized sports betting. Stupid. <clears throat> you know how much tax dollars could have went back to the state? It was supposed to, uh, you know, the tax dollars were, were meant to combat homelessness, which is a big problem here. And um, our voters said no. Nothing. Sports betting is the is the greater of the two evils. Yeah. <clears throat> God forbid you put $5 on a football game yeah. on Sunday morning and turn it into, you know, that's worse than sleeping outside in the freezing cold. Yeah. They should have, uh, they should have said all sports, all the money will go to you directly. Whoever yeah. is reading this and voting at this moment. I think that would have been wise. That's what I would have done. Yeah. I get I get shit done. <laughs> Did you concede in your um uh your efforts to become Colorado governor? Oh no 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 no. Uh, I mean I, I called Polis and wished him, you know, good luck. But like I tweeted, I was not running for governor. Ah. Not officially. Hearing that I didn't win really stung. I bet someone wrote you in. That would be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. Tua got like 0.2% of the votes yeah. in Florida. <laughs> 17,000 votes. Tua Tungvaloa yeah. in the state of Florida. Why not? Tua, I think Tua would actually, that... he could do politics one day. Yeah, he's actually, he's very, um, he's very like, empathetic kind of guy yeah and when he talks like he's he's likable and yeah. it sounds like he's just being honest and genuine well maybe he would be horrible in politics yeah it might be it's either the best or the worst thing for him he's what we would want to see yeah yeah exactly exactly all right mike Rabel. Up, what's this guy saying that's not penis related all right um so mike Rabel, they did their you know standard uh media call with the Denver media. Um, and Mike Vrabel was asked about uh, one of our defensive linemen. They said, I don't know if anyone's playing better than Draymond Jones. Seems like he's so much more instinctive and explosive, which that this is like the second time um, I went back and watched a video about Tua on the ringer with Kevin Clark and, and Chris Long and Chris Long, like, out of nowhere brought up Draymond Jones as one of the best defensive linemen, which I thought was, um, it's cool just because he's not a big name, but it sounds like he's getting some respect. Thank you for muting your burp there. <laughs> I was sucking a loogie out. <clears throat> oh, um, 
yeah, whatever. Uh, so it seems like he's getting a lot of respect, and yeah. he's also in a contract year. And he was asked, I think it was by Andrew Mason, um, about his contract situation, mm-hmm. and he said, "Quote: I'm here right now." Huh? I'm here right now. That's a song. I'm here yeah. right now. What the fuck? I can't remember the lyrics. Well, obviously, I think he'll be back if the Broncos start playing better and they uh, show him the money back regardless. No way they they traded Bradley Chubb not to re-sign Draymond Jones. Can they tag him? Yeah, I think they can. Hmm. I don't know if you want to do that, but... He's a key piece. Uh, He's got to want to be here, so we'll see if he does. Yeah, he's playing well, and he's a reason you were able to get rid of Bradley Chubb. Because when you got a, a guy on the defensive end that's really, really good, pass rushers are going to have success because of that. So, yeah, I think um, I am intrigued to see the defense this week without Chubb for the first time this year. Um, obviously, they added Jacob Martin, who's probably yeah. going to play on the edge. He might start on the edge, um, and then you have. Uh, I think Browning's Browning's iffy on whether he'll play yeah. this week. He wants to play. We'll uh, see. Eventually, we'll get Randy Gregory back. But this could be the week that they feel the effects of the Chubb trade. Um, maybe not, though, because uh, if Malik Willis is, is starting at quarterback for the Titans, then I don't know. I don't know if it matters how much time you give him to throw uh, based on last week against the Chiefs. Yeah, um, I really trust our our secondary to hang in there for quite yeah. a while. They're the Titans have no receivers who can get a, get open. Yeah, so this would be the easiest matchup for your secondary coverage wise. Plus, you have a, a quarterback who needs a lot more time, I think, before he's ready to to start in the NFL. Yes. Um, are, is Ryan? We don't know if Ryan Tannehill is going to play yet, or if it's going to be Malik Willis. Yeah, he was limited uh, in practice today. Tannehill, which yeah, Wednesday is usually a pretty big indicator um, mm-hmm. on whether or not you're going to play. Uh, that really like really affects whether I think the Broncos win or not. Yeah, we'll 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 get to that Obviously. in the prediction on Friday. Yeah, um, and then we've got Graham Glasgow. Jumping in at center because they ended up putting Lloyd Cushenberry on IR. Uh, I'm interested to see a whole game with the line with Glasgow starting there. I felt like they were better when he went in uh, in Jacksonville. So we'll see. He's playing yeah, before. I, I like it. I mean, I don't like that he got hurt, but I think it is the better of the two Combo. options. And yeah. sometimes it takes an injury to figure that out. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, my prediction is that he starts the rest of the way if he stays healthy as well. Fair enough. All right, because they've shuffled around quite a bit at offensive line. Yeah, they've um, had they injuries. Quinn Miner different... can play for a while. Right, they played three different left tackles. I think they played um, Bowles, obviously, um, Cam Fleming, and then Calvin Anderson. Yeah, which is. I mean, that's tough on a quarterback. 
and so far, game. yeah, it feels like Calvin Anderson is the most comfortable at left tackle, right? Yes. So I would agree. My... Okay. All right, we're going to get into the picks for the week because that's all the Broncos news. That's it. We filled you up. We filled we're you pretty, up. We're doing pretty well. All right. We're ranked 38th. So I think we dropped from 27. We got RJ Lawson pulling away 89 wins in the pick'em here. Um Steve Tarr climbing his way up there. Nice. Christian. Where oh Kevin's up there still. Who are we? <clears throat> Who's sitting next to us? We got Coleman. Oh, and Lauren's in there. Yeah. The single white female in the Patreon group. I just she is, she has asked for uh, some another some woman in the, in the Zoom. So if you're a woman watching this, uh, get in our Patreon Zoom. Yeah. Next one will be November 30th, Will. Yeah, to balance out our sausage fest. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's make the picks. Make picks. We'll see. Game it. one. Oh, man. Thought this might be a, a fun matchup. Uh, less, uh, maybe it will be again. It was a f- fun matchup two weeks ago. Yeah. And I, I guess PJ Walker is going to start again, even though yeah. last week was pretty rough. I'm going to, I think the Falcons win, though. I think the Falcons win as well. Um, yeah, it, Arthur Smith is doing a good job with this team, regardless yeah. of the losing record. Yeah, he's, I thought the Falcons would be like one in eight right now. So, yeah, not bad. All right, here we go. This game's interesting. Seahawks Buccaneers, a game we probably thought before the season the Buccaneers were gonna just chalk in a W here for old Tom Brady and the Tampa dominant whatever offense. Now I'm pretty certain that the Seahawks are going to kick the shit out of the Buccaneers. Uh, this game is, of course, play being played in Munich, Germany. Oh, right. Um, I actually like the Buccaneers. Whoa! I think uh, I think the last week will probably give them quite a bit of momentum. No. But you could say that about the Seahawks. I mean, they've won four in a row, right? Yeah. Their defense is playing a lot better. Way better, actually. And Geno Smith, like Tom Brady, just doesn't make many mistakes. So, I'm taking Seattle. I think the MVP talk with Geno is a little much, but um, he is definitely like a pro bowler in my mind. Give him the full season. We'll see where he's at at the end of the season. Um, this for me, the pick is a lot about, I do not want the bucks to start to get momentum. Will, so this is a, you got to do it for <laughs> Wishful you. Yeah. Uh, Shelby Harris bats down one of Tom Brady's passes guaranteed. Okay. I like that. No Fant has a hundred yards. Drew Locke comes in and, and garbage. It's a game winning drive. Ooh, <laughs> that's not going to happen. All right. Ooh, man. Interesting. Vikings, Bills, just 
25% taking the Vikings, who are 7-1. and one. Bill's coming off kind of an ugly loss to the Jets. And Josh Allen's uh, elbow a little fucked up. Costly loss. Um, yeah. I think they did a good job. People say, like, you know, when you're – it doesn't matter who your backup quarterback is because if your starting quarterback's Josh Allen, you're screwed if he gets hurt. But this is a perfect situation to have Case Keenum, right? Yeah. Like, this is kind of the guy you want for – to carry the – not to carry the load, but to manage the load for two, three games. I don't know that Josh Allen's going to be out that long, but he didn't practice today. Um, and I would think you'd want to be cautious with him, right? Yeah. yeah, You're, yeah. You've got Super Bowl aspirations. Um, you should feel confident in Keenum as your backup for a couple games. Um, but I do think if Keenum plays, I think I like the Vikings. Oof. I don't know. This is a tough yeah. one. This is a tough one. <laughs> what I said on GPS this morning was I feel like this is the kind of game for Buffalo where they can rediscover like how to run the football if Keenum plays. Uh, because like the Chiefs, they don't have to. Like you're better off with the ball in Josh Allen's hands every single play. Yeah. Uh, until you know he threw those like four bad picks in the last two games. <laughs> But I think like if you do, if you have Keenum there, he can't throw it that many times and he's not going to pick up first downs with his legs the way Josh Allen does, which is part of their running game. So you've got to kind of just hunker down and do that. And I think in the long run that could benefit him, but I wish I knew if Allen was playing because if he was playing, I'd take Buffalo. But yeah, I'll take Vikings here just because there's a chance he doesn't play. Okay. Um, Josh Allen probably, if he misses a couple of games, probably out of the MVP race. Um, Could be. Last yeah. game, tough too. Okay. We've got the Detroit Lions, two and six at the three and six Chicago Bears. Uh, Justin Fields coming off of a 178 yard <laughs> rushing performance. Yes. He also threw three touchdowns in yep. a loss to the Dolphins. Yes. Um, when I was working on the best and worst script, I actually thought that the Bears had won the game. I know. <laughs> I because the way that – I mean, like, Justin Fields played great, but the way that they were talking about it, yeah, I figured the Bears had actually won. And they didn't. Um, there was a uh, no call on a PI uh, late in the game that kind of ended any chance of a Bears comeback. Yeah. Uh, but they played well. Um, the problem – is that they gave up some pieces on defense and it it really showed. Yeah. And the Lions, you know, the Lions are coming off of a pretty impressive victory for them. Yeah, I want the Lions, Will. I think I, I, just, I think I like the Lions. <clears throat> Boom. I do too. I think Chicago uh they're putting something together on offense. So good for them in fields, but yeah, I like the Lions. everybody was trashing Ryan Fitzpatrick for saying that Fields needs to run more. <laughs> I know. And then there's like this fucking parade when he uh, runs for 180 yards. Yeah. Maybe uh, Fitz is owed an apology. Uh, he's probably owed so many apologies. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. 11% taking the Broncos, Will. Count me this in the This is 11. against the Titans team that's not very good. Because they can only beat you one way right now, and that's with Derrick Henry. Wow. 
Yeah, it's a good dimension to have, but they're still one-dimensional. Yes. And one team that historically has shut Derrick Henry down is the Denver Broncos. Broncos. Right. They got Josie Jewell in there. He's a Derrick Henry killer. Um, Derrick Wolf told us he liked playing against Derrick Henry because he wasn't hard to tackle. So, fuck it. I'm taking the Broncos. I'm not going to think about it. We'll talk about <laughs> it more Friday. Yep. Ooh. Just 2% giving Jacksonville a chance against Kansas City. Ah, man. I okay. think I will take the Chiefs on this one. Yeah. They Brown? they they got kind of, they got lucky last week. Uh, they got a little lucky, yeah, because Tennessee once stopped running the football for some godforsaken reason. Yeah. And did you watch their the Chiefs final drive in yes. overtime? Yeah. Travis Kelsey, circus catch. Juju, circus catch. Noah Gray, circus catch. That's also what's been missing from the Broncos succeeding. Yeah, contested catches. And don't get me wrong, it was it, I'm not saying like that as a knock on Mahomes, but these weren't like perfect throws. Just guys made plays. And yeah, also that the <laughs> The refs were just going to call, keep calling penalties until they converted that two-point conversion. Basically, yeah. That pass interference was garbage. It's just – it is what it is. But, yeah, they're going to beat the Jags. Dolphins, Brownies. Um, I like – so Watson's not coming back yet. We got another Jacoby Brissett game. Oh, wait. Is that next week, the Watson return? Or the week after? It's week 12. It's week 12. Yeah, he um well it might be it's whenever they play the Texans, I believe. Yeah. I don't know, dude. The Dolphins are just they've won every game that Tua has started and finished. Um yeah. I think that obviously we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna make a video um about Tua soon. Yes. And I legitimately believe that um I think Tyree Kill should be strongly considered for, for MVP. MVP. Yeah. Imagine a Broncos fan saying that, guys. I don't think he's a good guy. No, he's, he's always he's always been very conflicting because I think he's been the so most good, valuable but... player this year, especially uh, given the narrative that you know he's switched teams and it's it's clearly made a big difference for the Dolphins. Yeah, hey, if, I mean, if the Dolphins do a, like a, a, a deep run into the playoffs, <clears throat> I think you can also throw Mike McDaniel in the mix for coach of the year. Yeah, and there's like six guys that you could point to, including um, this next coach, Brian Dable, yeah. for coach of the year. Um, on the other side, I think Lovey Smith is a candidate to go one and done with the Texans. Yeah, the Texans, they're just not good. Except no. for Damian Pierce, maybe. Is Brandon Cooks going to play? I don't think it matters. Uh, Doesn't matter to me. Um, Giants. I think it'll be closer than we think, but the Giants. Um, that's just how the Giants win. Yeah, that's how they do things. All right, Steelers, Saints. Wow. Give me, give me the Saints. Ooh, you're tired of picking the Steelers, aren't you? Yeah, I'm out. I'm out on them. Obviously. Game of the week, right here. Colts, Raiders, Raiders, Colts. New head coach for the Colts, of course, Jeff Saturday. Um, Raiders can't hold on to a lead. Both teams are horrible. 
Derek, I'm Derek, so excited to see this game. I, I know. I think the Colts are going to get a little bit of a boost with Jeff Saturday. I don't know if it's one of those ones that lasts, but that's yeah. just uh, that's a big one. Maybe it helps a little bit for a week. Like this, this is so unprecedented. Yeah. Um, there is, there is like legitimate uh, possibility that this Colts team is going to go down like the Hindenburg. Yes. This could be one of the worst weeks of football we've ever seen. Um, just given that Jeff Saturday is not coached uh, above the high school football level. <laughs> And his team in high school was not good. I think they're like three Ooh, and seven. Wow. He also there's like no how can how the hell do you jump onto a team midseason? Uh there's no continuity. Uh I don't think you know what they're doing as a team. He was in like I don't know. This has been beaten um to death already, but this is crazy. Like he's an ESPN analyst. Yeah. No, it's and insane. It, I don't think, I don't know. I think it's been talked about enough, but I don't. It's taken me a while to grasp just how crazy it uh, is, absurd this is, yeah. and how absurd Jim Ursay is as an owner. Yeah, he's really a crazy person. Like I, I'm glad that he said those things about Daniel Snyder, but um, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's on drugs. Yes, yes, yes. So we'll take the Raiders. Uh, they've got more talent. Um, yeah, yeah, they've got a better quarterback. They'll um, get a win. Here's a tough one. Not. Not. Sorry, Green Bay. <laughs> uh, Cardinals, Rams. Ooh, uh, 73 taking, 73% of the people taking the Rams. And this is a team that can't score points. Going against a Cardinals team that's not good, but they can score from time to time. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. That's That was such a demoralizing loss for the Rams. Yeah. Um, this team feels like it's on the verge of like falling apart, honestly. Yeah, if, it felt like whoever lost that game was just doomed. For the yeah, rest that's, of the that's a classic loser leaves town matchup. Um, yeah. And, I feel like I got to take the Cardinals. We keep staying like yeah. the, the Rams are going to figure it out, McVeigh, all this shit. Yeah, I'm not sure that's true. Um, no, not it, it'll be in our QB episode, but it's like I think losing Kevin O'Connell was pretty big. Oh, yeah. So was losing Andrew Whitworth, Odell Beckham, Austin Corbett, but um, mm-hmm. and yeah, then the, the guy about like, O'Connell enough. The, their center filling in for Corbett or whoever he got hurt to start at week one. Like they've had a yeah. ton of line injuries. Um, uh, Cardinals on hard knocks tonight, by the way. Oh, okay, man. I here I'm a little conflicted here. Well, we kind of want not. the 49ers I like, I like to 49ers. lose. We yeah. want them to lose, though. Oh yeah, I get, I get that. But do we want them to lose to a division rival? Not this week. You can start losing next yeah. week, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah Niners uh, healthier. They should uh, destroy them. Here we go. Wow. They're one of the best four and four teams. Um, yeah yeah they are a long time it's pretty amazing that we beat them yes and we're gonna like when McCaffrey and Debo are on the field together they are going to be hard to stop and I think the Eagles will be the Eagles the commanders 
Uh, this guy, this game might be close though, because division games are always a little yeah. weird. Yeah. Also, Washington's they're bad, but they they know how to play close games. And uh, they how long beat the Vikings? How long do you think the Eagles go undefeated? Probably till they play the Cowboys again. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I and it's not like that. I think the Cowboys are like that much better. It just Cowboys are good. Their defense is good. Yeah, it happens like in a few weeks. That game just feels like the one that you kind of want to drop. Um, you do not want to go undefeated, Philly. But if they went seventeen and zero, like we're all, oh. that's. They could be the impressive. first team to go 17 and 0 in the regular season. Yeah. What? So, uh, really quick, I'm just going to bring up their schedule. Commanders this week, Colts next week. That feels like a win. Win. Packers winnable, winnable. Uh, for sure. Titans could be tough. Giants could be tough. Bears, I think they win. At the Cowboys, Saints, Giants, and that's it. So, yeah. could be a loss to the Giants or the Cowboys would be my guess. Yeah, or maybe the Saints. If they beat all those teams, it feels like the kind of game where like the Saints are still gonna be bad, but their defense plays out of their mind and uh Taysom Hill has four touchdowns. Yeah. My prediction is they go seven and two or six and three the rest of the way. Yeah, they could lose one to the Giants and the Cowboys there. They're anyway, fun. they're fun to watch. <clears throat> they are fun. Um I they're a very fun team to watch because they can win in so many different ways on offense. Um, I love when a team commits to a QB's strengths and then that QB develops and grows. And you give him yeah. a, an elite weapon like AJ Brown and it fucking works. Uh, anyway. We should try that. We should try it. All right, man. We did it. We did a lot of talking. 49 minutes in. We're getting out of here. Uh... Good night. Wait, subscribe to Will Sucks at Games. Will Sucks at Games if you made it this Oh, far. yeah. Yeah, please. And? Uh, good night. Okay. Hey, do you know what time it is? It's basketball time. That's right, NBA fans. The wait is over in the hard court. In the paint, B-ball is back. And DraftKings Sportsbook, well, it's an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app opt in and place a stepped up same game parlay today with payouts bigger than ever DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA and I do the bets to the nuggets how many times will I bet on the nuggets to score 200 points this season three just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.